You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Helix After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Helix After Show. Lord, this intro is longer than like the episode. <laughs> no, it's My not God. longer than the episode. Okay. I, no, it's longer than it took us to write the episode. Yeah, yeah. That's potentially Definitely. true. He's hey, still gang. talking elsewhere, right? I know. <laughs> that poor man. Hey, everybody. You know what time it is. You know where you are. This is After Buzz TV. Uh, Helix After Show. We're talking about season one, episode 11, Black Rain. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me as always, fantastic panel. Liz Rishmau is here. Hey, guys. I come have my voice back. <laughs> and you just yelled just in time to lose it again. Zach Wilson's here. Thank you for joining us. Stephen Lemieux is here. Hey, guys. And we have two fantastic guests, the writers on this episode, Javier Grigio Markswatch and Tiffany Greshler. Hello. Hello. Welcome. How's it going? Thank, thank you, you for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. You'll, you'll regret it by the end of the hour, but thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we know now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. So I can prepare my regret yeah. face. Folks Gird at home. your loins. It's yeah. going to be a rough ride. <laughs> okay. People at home, you've been warned. You've been yes. warned. So uh, you wrote this episode. Great episode. Thank you. I, like what, what I love, you know, most about like the first season of a show is you're, uh, you've gotten deep enough into it that you can start seeing you're you're getting a lot of your questions from the beginning answered but you're also seeing the the final game plan mm-hmm. of the season oh, yeah. starting to unfurl yeah. un- unfurl here yeah. and we've set up sort of our final confrontation yeah. um you know we finally understand the depth of the intelligence that the vectors have that they're evolving at a at an increasingly powerful rate accelerated we, rate accelerated yeah. rate accelerated yeah we've got we've got this potential cure uh, and we've also got the scythe. We've got a lot to break down. Not a ton of time to do right. it. So let's let's just jump in uh, with with the vectors uh, who are now setting traps. Uh, th- mm-hmm. This yeah, gruesome yes. moment with the rat the in the microwave trap. I ever gruesome seen. moment. Yes. I yes. love some squeakers. I love the irony of it being a mouse trap. Oh. <laughs> I had not thought of that. Weirdly, we never thought of that. Yeah, uh, no. yeah that's true. Now, in a straight-up fight, who do you pick, the uh, Vector King or the Yellow King? That's that's the real question for me. I say Vector King. Vector true King. detective yeah. can Vector. suck it. Yeah. I'm with yeah. Peter. Yeah. It's, all about, it's all about Peter. Come How on. awesome is is Neil Napier, like, just physically in that in yeah. that role, huh? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. All on. we do is we talk about all the time about how he, like, is the one person who can... Who can Im- I can't think of the adjective, but like he is so good at Embody. acting. Without, yeah, but he's good. No, that wasn't the word. But okay. he was so good at acting and portraying a character, and does not need an actual script. Yeah. To no, act. no words, no, no words, words, no words, just no. feelings. His physicality is yeah. so great on yeah. screen. And but, we know, but 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 in the next two episodes, he's going to do a lot of talking. A lot of yeah. talking. Yeah. Hear a lot so of people. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I miss his voice. That was one of the things I was wondering about this episode was whether he remembers. <laughs> he remembers oh. what's going on. While he's in that vector mode, and if he still remembers well, it when oh, he goes back in the human mode, you know, yeah, you can't tell. That's us, a, I, know. That's no, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it would be a spoiler to. I mean, because he's already kind of he's already had a moment of lucidity. True, and he, true. you know, when he, when he we looked, gave him the soda, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he looks like and he, he regrets some of the things he's done. Yeah, and he got some of the, the he he took the photo album from Hatake and like started pasting pictures all over. I love that moment when he's up there. Yes, yes. Because, it reminded uh, me when I worked on a cruise ship. I was like, I miss my family. Like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You had your Travis Bickle vector wall on your cruise ship? <laughs> oh, my God. I did. What? Were you, uh, were you barfing black goo at the passengers, too? Or? Um, no, well, one time I ate, like, too much chocolate cake and, like, almost kind of. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. All right. Chocolate cake Ugh. is not in the recipe for Ziz. Yes, uh, okay. So, so, so the Vector King over the Yellow King is what we're saying. Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. Right. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes. they've got this this grand game plan to kind of to infect the remainder of our uninfected uh, scientists and technicians. We haven't seen them in a while, yeah. so right. it's good to know that they're still alive. Well, they're hiding well, out. Yeah. yeah. They're hi- well, there's still place. a couple left who are still, I mean, going to carry out parts of the plan in yeah. the future. Cause right. We put a couple of them in the in the uh, the TV dinner space. The, the, yeah. the, the sunroom. Yeah. The ducks. The ducks. Yeah. Oh, the ducks. That, yeah. At the end of the chase scene, you know, when we're healing people, we're doing the Ghostbusters thing. Smart. These rares, right? They get smart <laughs> to go in the ducks, you know. So, 
So there's still the, the grand plan to infect people might still have some traction in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, one of the things that we've often discussed on the show, and I want to know if it holds any water, is this idea of a hive mind mentality yep. yeah, among yeah. the vectors. You guys yes. called it a viral collective, yes. which I thought was yes, a big hint in that direction. Yeah, I, th- I think originally in that script when, uh, when uh, Duchamp and Alan are going in and looking at the... There was a lot more sort of CSI where they're sort of talking it out and it really was about collective... Uh, you know, like like the virus itself becoming smart just because the numbers mm-hmm. of vectors and the amount of the virus out there, things like that. Yeah. So 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 yeah. But I yeah, think and we, Peter taking control once he drinks from the cuppeth of yes. goo. The cuppeth, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, but that's the when grail he really of goo. starts to step up, and the hive mind uh, takes over. Yeah. Right. Well, he's also he's getting. It's not just like a lot of ziz. He's getting it from everybody. Oh yeah. And that means on some level, he's absorbing their DNA it's or a community and, ziz cup. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. There's it's like tr- that scene in Memento mm-hmm. with the with with the spitting and the beer thing except with viruses and in the Arctic and it's really and nothing like it. It's really yeah, nothing, nothing like that at all. Keep calm and and like how was his shot in black and white and starring Guy Pierce and no. yeah, it's exactly yeah, yeah. Like really that. bad yeah. metaphor. I apologize to all of you. The only thing that can make that scene better if it just said Pim Cup on it. <laughs> well, so like Pete, like like in Bling Bling, it says Peter yes. on it. Yeah, <laughs> and that scene that scene was actually kind of like difficult to watch and that it was very. I mean, it, it was kind of like Oogie or like, Ugh. but at the same time, this oh, this so episode. Great. This episode I thought was great because it was super graphic, but mm-hmm. like yeah. it went there. It really just went oh, yeah. there to show how far they're going, and they're not capturing these people any because they're smart enough to know they don't need any more well, vectors. The yeah. They yeah. just need they the yeah. blood of random doctors. Yeah. Uh, that was Doctor Cato, by the way. Yes, Poor named, Dr. named after Kato. my high school, but named after one of my high school buddies. Aww. So yeah, not the first time I've killed. Right. Uh, those people in a Was Cato <laughs> by any chance your sidekick as you fought crime wearing no, no. a green suit and a mask? In fact, no, no, oh. no. Ken, uh, Ken was not that. I, I killed Ken of a heart attack in uh, in Medium once. Okay. And his wife Amy. So this was Doctor Amy Cato. So there you go. It's, okay. It's like well, yeah. so they they've kidnapped this doctor. They use her blood. Uh, as as a, a way to draw out all the and remaining people. There's another people. doctor. There's, there's, a there's two. Others, yeah. They, they, yeah. they yeah. vectorized a, a couple yeah, of people. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A lot of microwaves, a lot of rats I, on the space. I'm, I'm curious, though, because they're on the vector mind. They seem to, like, she was kind of struggling as they took, hold her down and, like, cut her open. Well, she was not fully vectorized. She, fully oh, she vectorized. wasn't fully vectorized. They were using her as a yet. kind of broodmare for the black goo. Yeah. It wasn't just uh, yeah. enough was to get Ziz Wait, so that was black goo that they put in the sprinklers? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, Hence the name Black Rain. There's right. a little show called Helix. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, uh, I've seen like an episode or two. <laughs> okay. well, that's what we figured. <laughs> we hear it's pretty yeah. good. That's what we figured. But then, you know, why weren't all of those people then immediately infected? I guess it was it was in. Well, no, as you may remember from previous episodes, there's a little show called Helix. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, as you may remember from previous. <laughs> How many times is he going to say that? <laughs> Tons of Not times. Enough. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, you. it takes a he while for you. the virus to incubate. Yes. Right. So while their blood may have uh, transformed and they may actually be fully contagious, they're not entirely vectorized. Okay. And that's yeah, why you weren't so far along. You got, you yeah. got yeah. ziz yeah. Okay. raining wow. from the ceiling. I also want to throw back when to... When you're zizzing on the ceiling. <laughs> Whoa, what? Sorry, yeah. I also want to throw back to like four episodes ago or three episodes ago when the, the vectors attack their food supply and this leads yes. up to tonight where yep. you find out that they're actually running low on food mm-hmm. even in the main part of... The Arctic biosystems. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. But all of our main characters still look fabulous. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, on 11 days with no sleep, right. they look amazing. Oh my God. I was just thinking, too, and somehow their eyebrows are still perfect. It's beautifully plucked, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's ridiculous. You know I mean? yeah. Even, even Alan. You've got to have the time. Yeah. The guys don't even have like a lot of facial hair going in or anything. No, just no. Like, it's, it's it's like Jack Shepard uh, facial hair from Lost. It's just enough to make you look rugged and I mean, awesome, I would think even right. at least Neil would look a little more, like, grizzly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least his well, hair would be a little or more. Or does, yeah. does being a vector prevent you from growing facial hair? I mean, <laughs> we freeze you because, in that. Because well, no, because this is, uh, all, all the space the follicles would occupy is being taken over by, like, boils and follicles. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and like, veiny stuff. Veins, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the way you think. Thank you're, you. You're hired. Great. <laughs> they, uh, throw some veiny stuff in there. Give me twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Um, so we, we've got them. They're they're trying to infect the rest of the base. Uh, you know, as a virus, it just wants to continue to spread. But we we've come closer than ever before to potentially ending this problem. We had Julie at the end of last episode 
Uh, she still got the Narvik A, Narvik B. We thought perhaps for <laughs> nefarious purposes, but she was working on a hunch that her uh, cerebral spinal fluid might be able to uh, help reprogram this virus to, to cure people. Yes, because as as we know, the virus was was designed to carry a genetic message. Yes, yes. It could be any number of genetic. You can, you know, it's going to pop in whatever you want. Yep. So it's when she did that, and they started stabbing people with the things to cure them, what it brought to mind for me was Ghostbusters too. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm totally Just going. Say it. I'm going into like prediction mode here a little bit because I like to go on random theory rants. You know. Uh, if you've listened to the podcast, have you seen the, have you seen the Helix podcast? Yeah, before? we have. It's very <laughs> nice. Yeah, have very you ever, nice. Have you heard of an after show? It's called <laughs> the Helix <laughs> after show. Um, so I it, was told I'd, I'd meet Maria that Menounos. Good. That's that's yeah. uh, my whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Um, so I've been I've been theorizing this whole season, and when I saw this, and going by what Hataki has said about how Julia is so important to everything, and why she's there, and how she, her mother was human, I'm assuming, and he was uh, Silver Eyes, and now that Sarah is actually turning into a Silver Eyes. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that his whole plan in the beginning was to infect the whole base with something that, when cured, would turn them into a silver eye. So the question at this moment is, is Neil going to be turned, or sorry, I guess it's Peter. Peter. Is Peter going to be a silver eye? And if he does turn into a silver eye, then all of the people who were infected, who are now cured... Will be silverized and it throws I, I, off the three hundred. I think I think you're like you're the like uh, you're like you're like thirty percent of the way to the truth, and then you just go right over yeah, that. Yeah. You're like you're like you're like the guy in that game of the price, right? Like, <laughs> like, exactly like, like you're right price. here up to here. You got like right. you're just about dead solid, perfect, and then woo. Well, <laughs> but remember, uh, we should. We, can we discuss the Willis hypothesis? Can we discuss the Willis the, hypothesis? Wow, wow. I don't know. No, I don't know. But you know, I mean, the, it's been mentioned. The Willis yeah, hypothesis. Yeah. Well, yes. uh, it's been bandied about, and, and I feel like we have a few theories as to mm-hmm. what it is. We should right. discuss it. Yeah. we should discuss it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't know if we can discuss it with you, but uh, okay, yeah, you can discuss well, it amongst we'll, yourselves, and we, we, we'll, when you're, we'll just go hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, okay. cold, yeah. cold, hot, hot, hot. We'll we'll read your faces <laughs> and your hot, cold meter. So. I like I like your poker face. It's very solid. But here's It's like a disapproving father. Yeah. I'm sure Matt yeah. gets that look a lot. Yeah, I I get that I look meant, from no, I everyone. Tiffany's look was just like somebody like was hitting her on her in a bar and she was just like, "No." Yeah. So, no. to me it's it's one of Not two things all. and and they're potentially both wrong. The the first is that uh that humans can become silver eyes. Uh, which is, I think, a very sim- yeah. simplistic take. The show has already demonstrated We've the possibility that. of that. Yeah. 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 Right. Putting her cerebral spinal fluid in the Narva game. Right. Um, uh, so, wait, so am I right, or do that's I keep correct. going? Oh. That, that is correct. That's the, the we have shown in the show that oh, that no, is a possibility. I don't know if that's a little If that's, what they, okay. were, that's what they were trying to do, but right. that's something that has happened okay. in the show. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The, it is a scientific thing. It is not necessarily the Willis hypothesis itself. Mm. Okay, so, okay. The other, the other theory, and this is where I may be off the reservation, is uh, dealing with the 500, the fact that there can be only 500. And we've been asking the question, is that, is it that the world cannot support more than 500 of these and that uh, or that no more than 500 can exist at any one time and i'm wondering if the hypothesis is you know can we have more than 500 of these people i will i think well the there's a rule in place we know that there's right. a rule that there can only be 500 i like the theory that faces. i'm not i'm just going to avoid cuz i'm i'm not trying to see spoilers so i'm not going to look at them no i'm looking at i'm them. curious because my theory has been, is there a pool of sort of energy of some kind that's feeding their immortality? <laughs> no, there's no pool. There's no pool. <laughs> the, Sorry to burst your bubble. It's in Glendale. It's in Glendale. It's right next to the men's warehouse. Yeah. You'll, you'll, love, you'll love the way you look and the way you feel. Yeah. Um, you know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know okay. about that. No. Okay, uh, all right. But no, well, actually, but 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 you know, there were certain discussions in the writers' room about yes. how the five hundred came yes. to be that may, in some way, yeah. Well, is there, yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to call it a pool. <coughs> uh, you know, yeah. but there is some sort of life force. So then, taking yeah, yeah. taking a slight, mm-hmm. I don't mean a literal pool, your pimp, your pimp but <laughs> but if you take a slight turn with that theory and say that there is something out there that's not like just a person but something that controls the number to where the, if you get to 501 now, uh, there are consequences. Let me, can, can I just throw something? Now you have yeah. noticed that, that we, you've met a couple of Silver Eyes right? Mm-hmm. And w- what are they like? What are the Silver Eyes like? Like like we met one specifically in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is he different from other Silver Eyes? Well he's young which uh, which uh, that was something Joffrey. we talked about last week. Joffrey! It's Joffrey! No, it's Joffrey! Joffrey. Well, we talked about it's that last week. Yeah. Uh-huh. With that if, mm-hmm. if a young person became silvered mm-hmm. could, would they age to a 
certain point, or is it just they stay that age? And now I think we have right. Yeah. Evidence. Instead, it's it's, yeah. I, and face, I know I'm going to get tr- trouble for this. It's vampire rules. <laughs> when you're turn, it's the whatever age you were when you were turned into a vampire. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the age you are for eternity. Which is exactly what I was saying. When you're like, oh, Hitachi looks exactly. I know. The same. No, you're good. You're good. You're okay. good. You're good. You're I didn't good. go off the no, edge of the, over the, the edge yodeler. Of the, uh, oh, the yodeler thing. Yeah, to be clear, good. Matt is not saying vampires. I'm not. No, they're not vampires. I know. Yeah. I didn't say vampires or zombies. Not zombies. Not vampires. I just want to point out it was Tiffany Greshler who first used the word zombie on this podcast. Um, you know, we were actually not allowed to say zombie. We and, like, no. like literally, Steve Maida would give us electric shocks if yep. we said zombie. Like, we all had a pain uh, modulator mm-hmm. built in, and yeah, you said you said zombies. See, yeah. this yeah. is sci-fi, man. <laughs> you get into dangerous things when you work on sci-fi shows because they got all the advanced they are technology. Yep. Vectors. All right, I, I gotta just stop us real quick. Talk about iTunes. We're gonna jump back in, folks. You know what I'm gonna say. I say it every week. Uh, support the show. Support AfterBuzz TV. It helps us get great guests uh, like Javier, like Tiffany, uh, like Cameron last week. Uh, you know, your ratings. Mark, Neil, Yeah, Kat. exactly. Your ratings and reviews not only mean the world yeah. to us, but it helps us produce the show better. And it helps AfterBuzz TV in general. Only takes a second. Doesn't cost you a dime. iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. Thank you. Okay. Five stars. So, so when Ooh. Mark was here, was it just the whole hour, just you guys staring dreamily into his amazing <laughs> eyes, just being like... Well, he was sitting next to me, so his leg kept on, like, accidentally oh, yeah, touching yeah. up against <laughs> yeah. mine, and then he, like, he's like, and then he's like, I brought candy, and I was like, you're going to caress my leg <laughs> He, brought, he caressed your leg, leg and said, and I brought candy. Cola gummy bottles? I feel like that's, but... like, the reverse order. Normally, it's like, I brought candy first, then, then the leg. Free song, yeah, but, but the thing is, he's, he's so just attractive <laughs> that he doesn't yeah. just... Does it however he he's wants. a magnetic man. Yeah, honestly, he could do nothing and it'd be the same no, result. He's, but he's it's just crafted like, yeah, you know? from pure yeah. butter and gold, yes, man. Exactly. Butter. He's yes. very rich yes. and very rich. He's so, made of handsome. Yes. He ruins my cholesterol. <laughs> I have a question. Wow. I, I have a question about the vector. <laughs> yes, yes, guys. Yes. Hey, he's got a question about the vector. Whoa! About, uh, because uh, Man Crush and Mark Anime. That's right, good. Come on. <laughs> let's rein it in. No, no. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of Captain Man Crush. I'm crushing on everybody on the show, so that's sort of what it is. I have a Man Crush on Neil. Because he's awesome. So do I. He's awesome. Yes. But to point to the who point. Are you crushing on? Kira. Oh, she's great. She's awesome. So strong and so wonderful. The vectors. We see. Let Zach ask his question. Okay. 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 We see that they have. We see that they have a certain like a uh, vision of sorts. They have their way of seeing yes. people. Yes. yes. Um, is it the nervous system? Is that good, what we're looking it's at? It's not good. It's not bad. It's just different. The way well, they see people. Uh, yeah. Right, but but <laughs> no, no, no. what they're seeing in humans right, versus right, right, silver. No, no, but you've noticed that that uh, silvers they see something different, and then with you, and that's how they know not to attack the silvers. Right? Well, they mm-hmm. see nothing. They just yeah. see the body. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. I yeah. think an emptiness. I think what it is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pretend like I just came up with this myself. Notice that he only <laughs> sees something. Did you not come up with this? Immortal. No. What? M- what if they only see something if the people are immortal? Like they see but their they, mortality. No, but they they they. Oh, if they are mortal, not immortal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what does mortality look like. That? Yeah, it's like you've got certain life energies running through you. You know, that's hmm. what I'm going to guess. Right, it's like Karelian photography. Yes, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Told not Karelian like Han Solo. Karelian like K I R I L L I. I know that you weren't talking about. I'm just talking. Listen, Karelia is not known for its art. No, it's not known for its photography. Yeah. we're gonna we'll get into that offline. All right. All right. Can we do a drinking game? So, like, how many nerd references? Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're preparing for the imminent arrival of the Alaria Hit Squad. You're so on the list. You're totally. During the show, it's amazing. I'm I doing not, my very best. Wait, wait so okay, we've got we go. six hours until they arrive. Constance Sutton, first of all, Hitaki knows her password. I mean, they did kind of used to I think date. You mean they were Constance. Well, we yeah. never actually confirmed Constance. that they were dating. Constance. 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 Did we ever? Yeah, they, they, they were. They were romantically okay, involved. I said, but then yeah. Zach was saying something. You know, like you know what? I, th- I think Sutton oh, no. gets around. I mean, because Sutton, she had a relationship with. I mean, you're with around that long. When you've been around for a thousand years, a thousand years, and we're not signing off on a thousand. We're using a thousand metaphorically. You did not hear us say it was a thousand. Okay. Right. Many. Okay. But when you're around for many years, and there's only five hundred of you, and you have regular get to Together's hilarious. Right. You have regular get-togethers. There's going to be some swapping, and yeah, I, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, we've been told we're talking over each other a little too much. Oh, I'm going to try my best right. to maintain. So, Alaria on its way. Hit squad. Hataki says it's going to be about a hundred guys, which is total BS because he knows who they're sending. 
I, I, I don't know that he knows. I think that when he when he sees that the thing was a diversion and they mm-hmm. went as far as to blowing him up, then I think he realizes, oh, it's even worse. I think I think that Hitaki is talking about what he thinks is the worst case scenario because I think to him the idea that they send the scythe is, is unthinkable. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree mean, with that. Yeah. I mean, because like he's that. truly scared when yeah. you're seeing him, and it's not just because he's half his body's burnt off because he'll shield. He's fine, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, no, it's I mean, you know, the scythe man. I feel yeah. like I feel like if they if they send a squad to get them, it means that there could be some survivors and they could like mm-hmm. capture them, like they want. On Havit's head, maybe they'd want Hataki for some other reason. But when they send the scythe, it's basically everyone's dead. You're all going to die. Mm-hmm. No one gets out. We're restarting yep. it from the ground mm-hmm. up. Yep, yep. I yep. still like it because oh, we were watching it earlier, and um, I didn't want to take credit for this. Javi said this. And he's just like, yeah, you know, it's just, um, uh, oh God, what did you say? The, the uh, band. Um, oh, yeah, that's been on the it's a Daft Punk. Yeah, it's, it's like, Daft it's like Punk. Oh, look, Daft Punk's coming from the sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't yeah. unsee that. Listen, I fully believe that Daft Punk goes on Halo jumps whenever they can. <laughs> yeah, Daft Punk has a, has a, has a very, very uh, lucrative second career as assassins. Uh, for, yeah. uh, I just heard like, the soundtrack Kadra. from Tron as they were like flying in the sky. Yeah. No, instead, it's this like combination of Joffrey with like Charlie's Angels built in. He's got the. Hey, Where do you guys I worked on Charlie's Joffrey. Angels. Where do you guys get Joffrey? He's this little Young kid. And a bastard. <sighs> All right, fine. This is move, moving on. He's but, a bastard. But we've got limited resources. Li- you limited... mean in the podcast or on the show? <laughs> um, you're so, so on today. Before you move on, Matt, yes. it's, it's, oh, hard, it's hard to get a word in, so I'm trying to like choose my places. Do your best. Um, are we going to get any history between the characters, like who they were before? Because I know to, for them to have lived so long, they will have needed other personalities and other lives to have taken. So I'm assuming the scythe is somewhat like Billy the Kid or, or like we're, famous we're, historical. Not, we're not going to take you to the Highlander loft of antiquities that the scythe owned. Is, is, that's what you're trying to, you know, you're not going to see it. But, but there, there is one big personal reveal about the scythe that happens in the, we, we just saw the playback for the for very last team. episode. Okay. So okay. not only did we just know it from reading it, seeing the dailies, working on the show, right. living it, breathing it, but we just saw it. Uh, there's one huge reveal about the scythe's past in episode 13 that Correct. will that will change everything. Yep. Oh, great. Uh, everything. And, uh, yeah. But, but, but we, everything. Okay. Everything. Like, you know how you're wearing green, you're going to be wearing red. It's going to oh be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, but, uh, but that's in episode 13. Uh, but, but, you know, like, like uh, we're not going to, like, like I said, we're not, we're not going to do, like, Highlander, where all of a sudden we're, like, in the Arctic for 13 episodes, and then the next thing you know, you're, like, in medieval Europe. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't want that. You know, or, or, or whatever. But you, you do get a, a glimpse here and there in dialogue. Uh, you know, we in never said... In a potential said, season two, perhaps. In yeah. a potential season two, yes. We, we could, could go to the Highlander go, Loft of Antiquities, yes. And online, we have a couple pictures of um, Hataki and Gunner. That's right. Or Gunner That's went right. the way he did. What? Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, bolt cutter to the neck. Hot yes. Bolt cutter. <laughs> it's a gruesome death. I love the gruesome death so, can, can we, can well, we, we don't actually say the even though originally in our episode, uh, we have his name coming up. But but is it? It's not in it's our in show. 12. It's, it's in twelve. It's in 12. Okay. Can yeah. we spoil that, or is that is that? Uh, I don't know. It's just like a to? name. It's, it's on. I think it's online on. IMDb. Oh, it is on. Oh, it is. Oh, that's I right. Think, it's on IMDb. I that's think. right. Yeah. So then, what is it? Spencer. Okay. Chisick. Spencer Chiswick. Yes. There we go. We also got, there's a picture of him Is Spencer on... Chiswick like an ex-boyfriend of yours or something? It's or? not. It's, <laughs> okay. it came to Z- Zach, what are you saying? There's a picture of him on the Access Granted for this week. Mm-hmm. It's him like an old-timey West... It's amazing. Folk. Yeah, holding yeah. a hairbrush very creepily. It's just him sitting there, like where you would have them like holding like a rifle or something. Uh-huh. And those, he's just holding a hairbrush. <laughs> He's such a creepy little weirdo. I knew. I wonder like if he was school. once called the hairbrush before he picked the scythe, and like every hundred years he just changes his weapon of choice. It was once the yes. rubber chicken, yeah. But the, now it's the, the scythe. The teacup year was really awkward for him. You know? Yeah. And, uh... He was, you know what? This is more difficult than it needs to yeah. be. I'm going I'm gonna, back yeah. to blades. <laughs> he was the soup spoon for a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it didn't work out for him. Okay. That makes me think of the hot tub that we had uh, pitched in the writer's room. Oh, my God, yeah. For, 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 yeah, yeah. There, was there, that was just a... for the writer's room, or was that for the show? Oh, no, no, no. Believe me, the last person you want to get a hot tub is me. Um, no, no. The, the, we, 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 there was a time when Hatake had, like, a, like a Japanese bath in his office, yeah. and Daniel would bathe him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not out of the question. Not out of the question. Creepy relationship yeah, with the, the, his that adopted really, yeah. son. That yeah. relationship was a lot creepier in, yeah. in, in uh, many months before we cast it and wrote it. 
But then, but then it's hot tub. <laughs> but but wasn't there? Did, did we actually have a ritual bathing scene? Didn't the the, the, the that, that we cut out? Yeah, but we, cut, we cut it. Yeah, there there was a ritual. Was it like too similar to Defiance's ritual bathing scenes? Oh, yeah. You know, look, if I'm a 17 year old immortal kid and I and I, and <laughs> I have a habit of parachuting with two hot women wherever I go, that, there'd be ritual bathing all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so let's you t- you touched on the relationship between Hataki and Daniel or Miksa. Let's let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly, it was a great episode for the two of them because they've been dancing around the awkwardness in their relationship now that Daniel knows that he wasn't just adopted, he was stolen. Uh, but really learning that Hataki does still view him as a son, even if he doesn't treat him with the respect that, you know, deserved of a colleague and a son. Yeah, that scene was kind of beautiful. It is a complicated relationship they have going on there. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because, you know, the, the uh, Daniel Daniel has been there all the time, and yet he has idolized Julia in such a way, not to mention because she's the, she's the key to his scientific uh, needs. So it's it's uh, I think I think da- Daniel Daniel is in the running for the Lady Edith Sibling Resentment Award. Oh, <laughs> I have I have I kind of had slightly enough of an epiphany, and I'm probably going to be wrong. But, Bring it. Um, they kidnapped kids, and now we see this assassin who's a kid. Like, what if what if and and you see how Hitaki raised Miksa? Like he raised him as this badass dude. It's like they're raising kids as an assassin. So the Willis hypothesis can't be that. You can turn humans into silvers. It has to be something else because obviously they know they can turn humans into silvers if they're raising kids who will stay immortal. I can't see their faces right now. I'm it's, switch back it's, to- it's, bad, it's bad news all around, buddy. <laughs> it's good, it's good. From like word five, they uh, were shaking I'm, their heads. Your I'm, mountain no, man no, fell no, way yeah. off that cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh, uh, no, that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I love you. I, I, I haven't seen much of you because you're in another room. But yeah, no, that's not that's not what, it, what it's about. We throw okay. out crazy no, theories. Hatake, Hatake, I went to the lost prom, dude. I know, I, I know from the crazy theories. But uh, Hatake only stole the kids because he needed the raw livestock from which to experiment, and and, and he's and, and he, you'll, you'll, yeah, and you'll, you'll find out that he's got a tremendous amount of sorrow and regret attached to that. He's not he's not the monster that uh, even now you think he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Daniel also feels so strong towards him as well because even though he is he has done bad things mm-hmm. Hataki still has um, his reasons for doing so right and also you know there were all the good years basically I mean as good as they got <laughs> yeah. between the two of them he, he still raised him yeah Julia yeah. was living in the great cabin underneath the base and Daniel lived in a tile room with a drain in the center you know <laughs> the good years yeah, the, the, the good halcyon years. days <laughs> You know. I just I can't stop thinking. I'm sorry, it's my ADHD, but I keep on thinking about like Hatake's hot tub being like some really hoppin' joint, like club in Montreal somewhere. <laughs> Season <laughs> two. After yeah. it's, it's actually it's actually where everyone in the base does karaoke. Uh. Yeah. Yes, but we had to cut all those scenes. It's like uh, it's like the still and mash, you know. Aww. DVD special. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. DVD special will have a karaoke uh, karaoke party at Hitachi's Hot Tub. I think we've done enough karaoke this season. I know. No, we haven't. On Helix? No. We can uh, do more. On, yeah, on our show. On our show. We do a lot of parody songs. Okay. We love your show. We actually have, we have, we have uh, uh, I don't know, not we, but I actually have lyrics for the uh, theme song. Oh. Uh, which, which today I actually regaled Reinhold Heil with them for the first time. Can you perform I, it for us? Well, well the thing is, uh, Stephen, can we cue okay, that so up? For the, 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 no, the, that's, that's Santa Fe. He's talking no, about no, the no, title. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 It goes, uh, ooh, helix, sweet helix, it's hero shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 it works. So, yeah. It works. For, it's very expedient. <laughs> well, it's... Yeah. It's only 10 seconds. Yeah. Of it. Well, so let, can we just get into their relationship a little bit before we move on? I know we've been doing a lot of theorizing, but I think it's important at this point in the game, especially as we're getting to know more about Hataki's motives and the fact that he isn't as dark a character as we've been led to believe, it's important to see him sacrifice himself for, for his son. He yeah. is his son. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and look, at the end of the day, Hataki jumped in front of that explosion like he didn't even think about it. Exactly. So yeah. no, he loved you know, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think people could argue it's like, oh, big deal. It's not really that much of a sacrifice for him because he's going to heal super quick. But at the same time, like you said, he didn't even think about it. I think after a while, yeah. you're still ex- experiencing that pain. Yeah, well, and he's stuff not like Wolverine. That. It's not like his leg is going to go back or like. <laughs> right. I mean, he's like if he gets if he, and he, if he gets killed by that blast, he's dead. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, not immortals yeah. like. Like uh, Marvel comics and Marvel, yeah. Can hurt them, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's interesting, and and it confused me about uh, about Gunner's death because uh, we've been talking about how the 
it, part of being alive forever is that their cells continue to regenerate, generate and yeah. regenerate. Yeah. That's why Constance files her teeth. Yeah, the, the way we look at it is that, I mean, there are some limited effects, like the teeth filing and stuff like that, but really it's cell death, disease, and decrepitude. Okay. Uh, right. so, so the immortality, again, it's not going to be like a Marvel Comics immortality where your, your hand grows back or the bullet. They're not chameleons. No, no. They're not geckos. No. 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 So they still. Uh, they don't have tails, they don't have scales, and they uh, don't change colors to suit the environment. <laughs> right. But wait, if, if you said it's, it's, they don't. Disease, it's, it's, cell? It's, it's cell death, it's disease and decrepitude are the things that can't kill them. Right. So they're immune to disease. They, for example, the, the, the immortals can't get vectorized. You know, they, they don't, they never but get their sick. hair will still grow and all this exactly. other stuff. But, right. but they won't get wrinkles or, exactly. or age right. anymore. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Stephen, you had something you want to say. Um, well, two questions. What's, then if, if they're the same mostly, what is it that vectors are seeing that they can't see with them? I don't know if you can tell us that or if we're going to find out this season. You're, you're asking what what is it that's glowing inside of normal people versus the, uh, the silver Yeah, is it just like I bacteria think, in general? I think well, you know, way you, to, go ahead, you go ahead. The way to look at it is if the vectors are now going after their prey. So mm-hmm. they would go after hosts and whatever they're seeing is going to help them to determine who is a proper host and who isn't. It's yeah. virus vision. Ah, yeah. exactly. Virus exactly. vision, okay. they're exactly. like the same it's way... very scientific. Right. If a virus had eyes, <laughs> it wouldn't pay attention to plants or rocks or trees. Right. It would pay attention to humans because they're the best characters. Sort of like a mosquito knows to seek yeah. out the host yeah. that has the sweetest yeah, blood. Exactly. Yeah, you should, you should look at the vector vision <laughs> as, as, as a clue that's going to tell you the secret of the show. It, 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 it literally is, just makes them more efficient predators, and yeah. that's pretty much what it is, which is why it's the all I think about it anyway is yeah. predator, like in the, in the forest and stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say, it's all I think about is being a more efficient predator. I'm like, okay, well... Yeah. Very much. And, uh, <laughs> and also, I, I don't know if you can tell me this or not, but can we? Do we? Are we going to find out if Itaki was born a silver or if he turned into one after? That's a, well, well, well. Think about ten. Think about what Gunner said. Mm-hmm. We all did our or we found it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because like when a, you a s- lot of the answers to these questions are kind of already here, here's the thing. Just to some of the things you're never going to find out, at least in the season, you're going to find out in the season two or three as as we choose to give them out. But but pretty much the answers to every question are are either already in the DNA of the show or or will be by episode thirteen. Like Hataki's motives, yeah. why he did what he did, what, what what drove him to do this. It's it's all gonna be like we really look at the show as a miniseries. So so you you know if if the things you may not know um, will be will be pretty much and expressed by the end. Yeah. And, and one, sorry, one more thing. Yeah. It's not really a question, but it's more of to start a conversation. It really shows about Hataki's character in that. Um, remember when she first, when Julia first met Jay in her, or Jane in her, like, in her delirium? hallucination, yeah. Yeah, and Jane said, like, oh, he saved his daughter from a fire and he got those burns all over his back. Mm-hmm. And then we see his character again now throwing himself over the explosion to save Dan and getting harmed in the process. And it makes me think that, well, Jane said, oh, look, listen to him lie again. Maybe that lie was just because it was, he was talking to his daughter. He said his daughter instead of saying Julia. But I'm wondering, like, what was the situation that he said Julia from? I think Atake has very combustible children. I think it's an accident of birth. No, uh, I don't know. Did we ever, uh, you know, because it wasn't Julia that he was saving from the fire, actually. There's a, there's, a, there's a previous daughter. There is. Um, he's been around a while. And, so he and wasn't really lying about Kyoto and stuff like that. Did Steve just pop well, well, up? What happened? Yeah. What happened? Oh, he just popped up because he was, you just revealed that he's had two daughters. We've been talking about... Uh, did he have a previous daughter? The, I, you this, just said that he did. I, we don't know that. Okay. Yeah. But we do know this. He's been around a long time. He definitely he's has, obviously from Japan. He's definitely been burned mm-hmm. yeah. before. That person that was burned before, whether that's true or not... Daughter it, it, or it not. may also not have been a biological daughter, sure. which is which is actually why Julia is so special because it's we yeah. because yeah she actually okay. is the thing. We weren't and, trying to paint you into a corner. and whether or not he did have then a daughter this previously, paint around me. but that's definitely not <laughs> Julia is not Just the daughter the paint. that they were talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. So No, but 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 we think but there is something, however, to be said that we think Hitake, out of all of the five hundred, certainly has a very strongly developed sense of empathy and paternalism, and he has adopted children in the past. Uh, and and he probably the burns may have either been uh, or they may have been from something way in the past. I okay, have an but because, because as we discussed, you know, like another thing about shows is that you know we come here and we seem like very <coughs> serious people who have figured everything out and we know all there is. <laughs> uh, but but you know a lot of stuff like like we'll talk about something in the writers' room and then we'll just go over there and then we'll just have it in our pocket. So like if we need to say uh, Hatake had a daughter in Kyoto, say in 1945. Or in Hiroshima or wherever, you know, like then that's over there, and we can bring that back right. yeah. in a second, right. in, a, in a theoretical second season. I'm yeah. hoping for a Hitachi's hot tub. Me too. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Liz has a question. Stephen has a question. So, Liz, you yes. I was going to say, um, 
I don't know if this is a thing or if a concept of any kind, but what, like, when people become silvers, it almost seems like everybody, aside from Hitake, it almost seems like everybody, aside from Hitake and the people now who are new silvers, like, like Julia and, um, Jordan, Dr. Jordan, um, I feel like almost, does it change their personalities? Are these people just, like, freaking evil? Like, because for somebody to easily be like, well, now we have to, like, kill all these people. You know, like, I feel like, it is. does it do something to their personalities or who they are as a person before? Think about it this way. When you say silver, you're saying immortals, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you've been around so many years, okay. you're going to... you're view of the world is going to start to change. Yeah, and yeah. your view of life in and general. Life and, 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 and humanity and It's less like precious. That. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. It's like so sex it's partners not... to Keith Richards. I mean, you know, what does he care? <laughs> it's <laughs> not <laughs> evil necessarily. Yeah. It's just a different, it's, it is the long view. It's well, a pragmatism. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. But, 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 I think, but I think there's also an attendant loss of empathy that comes with it. I think that's yeah. the real, f- that's why I think we look at the 500 as villains is that is that their extended yeah. stay on the earth has actually robbed them of their empathy in an evolution Evolutionary way, right? And is the special select one. It's kind of, and I know, I, I I'm off the road, but it's kind of like how in Doctor Who, the reason why he has companions is so that he can see the universe fresh. Uh, because he's been around so long that it's no longer special. In this case, the miracle that is human life is so not special to these people, they're only thinking in the long view, and it doesn't matter how many people die. Which is why Hataki has adopted children, which is why Hataki has uh, driven to have right. a daughter. God, okay, like, Steven oh. still has a question, and then Zach has a point. Well, I guess it was more of a comment on okay. on what we were... <laughs> You don't laugh at me, Tiffany. Sorry, no, I, I, was, I was laughing about him and the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just was going to quote, a, I just had a quote that I liked where Tadaki says, it's difficult for someone with a finite number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love that one. One of yours. Yeah. Okay. So Steven, and what was, what was what were you going to say? I just think there's a great juxtaposition in that we have a human race that's being torn into two different groups. And the one's group's the vectors, and the other group's the silvers slash immortals. And when they turn into vectors, they view humanity as prey and then when they turn into immortals, they also view humanity in a different way. And it's kind of like another... It's not really prey, but it's also just they're a tool to be used. Like, they're, they're, they don't matter anymore. It's a, almost like a, a resource and a hindrance. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're and, the pawns. And, and, and which, which, yeah. Is why, which is why Constance wanted uh, Narvik, uh, the Narvik <laughs> virus is to thin the herd and leave, yeah. leave around just enough to yeah. not take all the resources yeah. and destroy everything. Just have enough that they kind of can run the... Run the run the farm for you, you know. Well, the well, others, yeah. They're mm-hmm. like the sneeches without stars on them. Yes, yes. I love Ooh. that reference. <laughs> nice pull. So okay. does that does that mean that Julia and Jordan are going to be star-bellied sneeches because they've been turned silver? I don't know. <laughs> Season matter. two of Helix. Yeah. With All right, we gotta <laughs> hypothetically. Can yes. you can you tell us how far back the immortals go? No, they no? can't tell okay. us. Okay. Uh, speaking of Jordan, we got to get into our, our core group here, our survivors. So uh, she has been given all this cerebrospinal fluid uh, from Sarah, and it's giving her headaches. She's becoming a silver eyes, which is probably, I think, the biggest moment in this whole in this whole episode and potentially of the season so far yep. because she's uh, a human. Well, you think it's bigger than the red elevator, bigger than the black uh, than the black elevator, <laughs> the black yeah. room? Than... That's yeah. Right, okay, I'm gonna say that it it's is. A, it's a big moment. It has okay. the biggest implications. That's true. That's Correct. True. The show's just so eventful. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of events. I'm still okay, thinking so about the rat. I still, I, it's <laughs> squeakers, but squeakers, squeakers, it's near and dear. Yeah, near and dear. So she uh, she's becoming a silver eyes. We don't know what this means for the 500 because uh, we don't we don't know the rules that govern how many that there are. We we know at the very least we're probably over 500 at this point. It's uh, well, I mean 500 and at least two. Yeah, <laughs> but but the interesting thing is that well, is no, that Gunner the, died. Well, Gunner yeah. died, so we're at 500. Yeah, 501, that's right. Well, I mean, and, oh, no, Con- Con- no, Constance isn't dead. Constance. Oh, yeah, we still yeah, got a head, which yeah, we're going to yeah, get into I that. Think, I think decapitations are well, pretty. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's the difference between what we thought about uh, right. Silver Eyes going into yeah. this podcast and what we know now is once they are dead, they are dead. Yeah, no, Hivit is dead. Right. Constance is dead. So I mean, then why, I think the 500 right? is probably still like a title that they use for their. And, and this is just mm-hmm. actually me speculating because yeah. we, we don't we don't oh, know yeah, this for sure. But my feeling is the 500 is a title that they use for themselves to honor the original group. Uh, but it, it may not be how many of them are dead okay. or alive because, you know, you cut off someone's wanna, head. Yeah, they don't want to give out any more stars. I like that exactly. I like that explanation. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the heads. Why are they keeping these heads around? 
if if they uh, originally we thought it was because okay, you take them out of the cold, they will regenerate and come back Hibbit's to life. Head, like uh, you know, like, like I mean, what, anything about Hivit's head that you found spe- specifically interesting? Did you look at it closely? Wasn't he bald? I did not look at it closely. Now I'm going to. Yeah, now we'll look at it closely. I hope they did that he's thing bald. we wrote. Bald? He was bald. <laughs> bald? Was he bald? Let's just let's just say that if you had uh, uh, tissue samples from somebody who's immortal and you're a biogeneticist, mm-hmm. what would you do with that? What would you do with that? Yeah. Well, yeah, but why Hivit specifically? That's what's important because it's Alaria that wanted Hivit. His head is a resource that they haven't Maybe had. It has well, there's not that. To do with the Willis hypothesis. Yeah, Maybe and and, 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 and remember, we don't know how many of the 500 have died. I mean, just because two of them kicked the bucket in the show, that, that you know, they could have been the 500 and 90, the 498 up until this week. Just so you guys this know, could, this could be a really bad week for immortals. As that's far as true. We know, you know, so. Thomas Willis is actually a neuro anatomist. Like he is the guy who created neuroanatomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmy Willis yeah. uh, was a writer's <laughs> assistant on our show, and who we awesome. honored by calling it the Willis hypothesis. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, look, look. If if I were back on Lost, I'd be like, well, of course we thought about that. You know, yeah. uh, John Locke created a social contract. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. No. Uh, it's it's named after Emmy, but it's uh, very significant in the show. I'm like zero for five now, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, no, dude, I apologize. Like, like, no, no, Steve. Don't apologize. It's like this is exactly why you get into doing this kind of writing because the fans love it and they get all Talmudic on it. And and you don't know what we're thinking, and uh, you know you need to like be able to spin out your, I don't your know thing on it. Well, well, I appreciate uh, you comparing us to rabbinic scholars. That <laughs> makes us feel very important. <laughs> I feel like uh, my theory on the Willis hypothesis at this point is that it has to be something related to the the meshing of human and silver DNA, mm-hmm. like to the creation oh. of a new maybe a new sect of. Um, a new species, a new so, species in a way right. that's like not vector, not silver, not human, but like the future of Earth Earthians. He does yeah. not speak often, but when he does, yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Morpheus. Like, yes, <laughs> hit me if okay. you can. Yeah. So let's let's uh, we can read into that's very interesting. Into that's very interesting. Now, Hataki. So 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 what do we know? Let's let just things that the show has said. Let's do. Uh, this. We have created a virus that uh, the bad guy, the five hundred, wanted to use to massacre a great deal of humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. But which, and this is what Do- got Doreen killed. She found out was actually a carrier. For a genetic message, right? Right, right. Uh, we know that they had the head of, uh, of of one of the 500 that they be that was a, a very important to everybody, and so much so that the 500 wanted to take it away. Yeah. Um, what else do we know? We know that, uh, that there's a Willis hypothesis, yeah. named yeah. after the father of neuro uh, neurobiogeneticism, <laughs> Emmy, or a writer, uh, or, 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 or <laughs> Emmy, uh, who, a writer also. Yeah, exactly. uh, and uh, and what else do we know? Uh, we know apparently that when you turn into a silver, it hurts more than cancer. Thank you, Doctor Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we also know that 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 that, that has only started happening now. Yes. Uh, that that yeah. to people people turning into silver is like that's a completely new thing. Right. We know that Julia is important. Correct. She's important. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and that and becoming a silver at all it was oh. a discovery that was made years ago. Uh, I think uh, it, this is the only the only time it's happened. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time someone's become a silver. Well, n- well no, because what Gunner said. Mm-hmm. And and I mean I can't no, say that you, no, 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 come on. I can't say that. Oh, get your paint roller! Come on, bring it in. Bring it, bring it. I can't <laughs> say that you're wrong because you your writers on the show. But uh, what Gunner said uh, a few episodes ago, or last episode, was that it was uh, a discovery that they made. It, we found it. Uh, they didn't say what it was. Now, whether or not that was unlocking their own potential or an actual physical thing that they found mm-hmm. or a scientific discovery way beyond their years, mm-hmm. we don't know what it is, but they were humans who then became. Correct. This yeah, is, yeah. yeah, this is the I, first time that it's uh, happened I, yeah, in a very I long time. I find your ideas intriguing, and I want to subscribe to your newsletter. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you think about the brain... Liz is going to have like a... Like a, like a, like a, a literally, brain implosion. Uh, explosion! Uh, no... Can you tell us what was the thing that Hitake injected Julia with when they were in level R? Oh, yeah. Was it blood? Was it was well, it some other thing? Can uh, you can tell you? us? I, I want to assume it's Hitake's spinal fluid at I mean, this oh, point. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it was like pink. Well, that's why we didn't think it was blood, because it didn't look like blood. Did it look like Pepto-Bismol, like Klingon blood? It did not look like Pepto-Bismol. It looked like a lighter colored version of strawberry It looked like whiskey. It looked like a nice Maker's Mark bourbon, Well, I kind of thought it was distilled blood. Like, if you put it through a high-speed centrifuge, it's Distills out what you need. How do right. people know these things? High fuse center what? High speed centrifuge. centrifuge. High speed centrifuge? You don't have one at home. It. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's how I make martinis. Yeah. <laughs> Could we <laughs> say hypothetically that Havit might have been the first person to discover and turn into a silver? Uh, no. No. no, okay. We can't see, not even hypothetically. <laughs> I mean, okay, but we're not gonna we're not gonna corroborate. Okay, it. Uh, yeah. uh, I want to get into the core relationships. The one of the joys of having you on the show is we can get into these theories and questions and stuff like that. But 
the, the why are we here? The people. Yeah. So uh, we we got a little more time. I just want to talk about the the Peter waking up, Peter getting cured finally, and what that means for Julia, for Alan, and for Sarah. You know, because uh, Alan makes that point to uh, to Julia of like you don't seem so excited that Sarah's up and about, and she's like, I know, you and know, you know, is it, it's not about the sex, or is it? You you think we've tapped out the number of awkward family reunions that can happen on the show, <laughs> but twelve and thirteen are kind of rife with them, aren't yes. they? Yes, <laughs> I mean, well, it's like. I think in that moment that you're talking about, though, Julia was more worried about the implications of what she's just gone through, of what she just saw with what happened to Gunner. She didn't want something that horrible to happen. She didn't want to be the reason. It's like, oh, great. So you cheated death, but now can you die? They've been there now for that. That was 11 days and they don't even know what this is the tip of the iceberg. Right. And also, she's wrestling with the fact if she's an immortal, too, to live forever is to die 10,000 times. That's her fate. And how big of a trip is that for someone? Yeah, and she hasn't had time to process that. Now they're like they're sitting there. They have like a moment to breathe, Mm -hmm. and now she has to think about it. You know, yeah, it's really interesting what you said because you know, like we we, as the writers, you know, we do get a lot of that where people like they haven't had time. They're not acting like they know what they. And you're like, you know, if you look at the show, um, and and I I hate to keep going back to the Lost Well, but it's like you know, the the first season of Lost took place over like forty four days. You know, this takes place over thirteen days. It's like they're not going to have. A tremendous amount of time. They don't have like, time to sleep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've barely slept. They yeah. they've shaved them, plucked their eyebrows, and do their lip the lip gloss. That takes a lot but, of time. Yeah, that, which is why they haven't thought about the implications of, of the medication. They're having them, sex, you know. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. But but, but I think that, that. and that could take hours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have party with you anyway. Hot tub, hot tub, hot tub. All right. But yeah, I, I think that you know when you get into like a hypothetical second season, yes, um, you know, the ideally they, they will have had some time to you know really think about what what all this stuff means, and I think the relationships could really change between now and then. And I think even when we get to our last episode, you're going to see uh, a huge amount of transition between yep. these characters. Yeah, an, an arc. Great. Yeah, in a way well, that in a way that we're not at liberty to describe. Nope. Well, well we I, love, I love Sarah's arc in that she her whole life was a timeline, and that she had an expiration date, and now this is opening the door that she has no what she's. What is her character going to do when now she no longer has that pressure of an expiration date and she is making the discovery of the spinal fluid and everything like that? I'm just wondering where she's going to go. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Astute. Yes. I, yes. I love that uh, word. Yeah, no, we, we will be dealing with that. One out of seven. There you go. And by the way, I, I, I will also tell you that, that uh, in terms of Jordan, like the cancer and the silver eyes, she's there's one huge revelation about her in uh, episode 13 that, that's going to... It's a biggie. I yeah. hope she's not Alan's daughter because you just mentioned my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. She's Alan's no. daughter from the future. Uh, God, flowers. In not the out of the question. And it's fringe. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Uh, what I thought was really more. interesting is that Alan was staring at, was watching Julia and Peter, and there was a hint of almost. It felt to me like. Jealousy? Well, yeah. Sadness. Well, Jeremiah yeah. did a beautiful job with that, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Jeremiah Chechik, the, yeah, the director of the Middleman pilot and also of episodes ten and eleven. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it, what's happening there? It's not just it's not just jealousy. It's waking up those old feelings. He hasn't seen the two of them together since you know his marriage blew up, and you know he and Julia, while things are still tense, they are starting to bond again. This isn't you know it, it's a terrible situation, but. They're actually being civil, and now to have Peter back in the mix, well, this rival. And did you notice how? Did you notice how in episode ten they had like the whole thing from Archer, where they're being shot at, but they're talking about their feelings? You <laughs> yeah, know? So it's like exactly. <laughs> I threw it away. So, yeah. <laughs> no, <Nada>! <laughs> Julia! <laughs> you know we called what? Catherine Pam, and she loved that. <laughs> I love it. Aww. I just I still laugh every time Doreen fell, and then Aww, Steven's Doreen, just like, damn no, it, Doreen. Pam, this is how we get ants. <laughs> so, 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 so now let's talk about these. So, so at yeah. the end of the season, so let's see. So uh, two women who are sort of in love with Alan are both immortal now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then one of them, uh, Alan and his brother, are sort of competing for her affections or have like a really... It's going to suck yeah, for everybody. Gonna it's going to be really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't immortals just be polygamists? I mean... I think... I, it, that, well, that's what I said about Keith Richards' sex partners. I mean, I'm sure that, that it's just a pansexual love, love fest for these people. You're, you're alive a thousand years. What what don't you have sex with, you know? It's true. Just out of sheer boredom. <laughs> the okay. original Silver Eyes was Joseph Smith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
joke, damn it! Okay, okay. Uh, we we gotta go into predictions. We got we gotta wrap up soon. Oh god, I know. Your after buzz TV predictions. I know we did. We have sound effects on this show. Be calm. It's okay. You're still safe. We so, didn't even get the theremin music. One. I know. Well, here's the thing, right? So we've been we've been talking about theories for the future. And now, oh, okay. All the lies. Yeah. Can it's, I live here? It's the cool one. You can live here. Thank you. We'll have you. We'll party. So I'll let's just talk camp. about specifically what do we think is happening on the next episode we've got this confrontation looming everyone's crowded into the into the cabin downstairs we still have some vectors on the loose uh we we have some people freshly slaughtered i, I think know. peter coming back is going to bring in a whole new set of information because yes. we get some motive to what the vectors want and yeah. that's what i've been so curious about yeah i'm curious because i think now if he's actually cured but since he seemed to be the most um have the most. Like, he was the most far gone. He was the first one. Yeah, but he, no, no, no. But I mean, he seemed to have more intelligence than mm-hmm. everybody. Like the lead of it. That I wonder if he'll remember what he was thinking, what was going through his head. Now that he's like cured, so right. to speak, and if he would be able to portray that back in a way in order to defeat whatever enemies are coming at them at this point, including the vectors that escaped off into the vents. Right. Um, I think that maybe um, they're gonna they find the slaughtered people, and I think I think because of the age of uh, Scythe. Mm-hmm. The Scythe, no, yeah. No, Scyther is a Pokemon. Spencer. Scyther <laughs> uh, is a Pokemon. Yes, it is. Um, but, but I think maybe because of his appearance, I think it might, like, ruin... I, I think something's going to happen where it's a scene where somebody has the opportunity to kill him. Oh, God, you mean, you mean like the cat from, from, uh, from Puss in Boots from Freck, that whenever somebody's going to yeah. kill him, Spencer just goes... That would be amazing. <laughs> but no, I just think that maybe because of his youth, I think somebody's gonna like look and like like falter on doing something and it's going to cause yeah, like, like the cat from Shrek. Right. Like Puss and Boots. Listen, Listen, okay. okay. Uh, well are the are the vectors that are left, we know there's some crawling around the vents. I think they might go back. They're gonna try to get Pete back. Yeah, that would be, I, I would be very interested in seeing that. The thing I'm more interested in uh, in terms of Peter reveals is uh, what brought him to the base. I want to know that background. You know, Hataki obviously recruited tea? recruited him. Who's T? We're going to hopefully learn all of that before the end of the season. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap up. I want to thank Javier. Oh, wait, Stephen, your predictions. Well, I don't want to go into Peter reveals because that'd be Game of Thrones. But uh, <laughs> huh? Uh, Peter, you know, dicks. Anyway, funny joke. <laughs> Not very funny. What? Okay, guys. One for eight. <laughs> okay. Um, I was talking... laughing on the inside. Thank, thank you, Tiffany. Um, you don't have to lie to him. Uh, you're making me lose my train of thought. Um, going into, I think we're going to get Mark back for next episode because we didn't see him oh, really yeah, yeah. much well, this episode. Was he? And I think yeah. he's going to be he's going to actually know who the scythe is. I think that's going to be something interesting because Peter was abducted from Brazil and he's part of Ilaria Corporation. So we got to figure Peter out like was abducted from not, Brazil? not Peter um, Sergio Sergio. So that's going to be an interesting concept. I think Sergio is going to be the one to take down the scythe. And I think um, I'm going to go back on my previous prediction that Peter knew about Julia and what she was before she even came to the base. And I think it's going to be really interesting because he's going to tell her a lot about what he knew before he was infected. That's how he knew about the photo album. Yep. All right. Cool. <laughs> good things happening. Uh, I want to thank Javier. I want to thank Tiffany. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Um, where can the people find you on the Twitter? Or uh, anywhere. Oh, oh you, uh, yeah. T. Greshness. T. Uh, the, the letters OKBJGM. OKBJGM. That's me. Okay. Uh, Liz Rishmaui. Hey, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Lizzie Maui. That's at L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. And Zach. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson. You can also catch me here on AfterBuzz at Grim, on Grim, Archer, and Resurrection. Okay, Stephen. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, or on the Twisted AfterBuzz TV After Show. Yes, and you can find me at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Uh, check out the new Resurrection After Show. And uh, I'm starting out at SourceFed. It's a YouTube network, comedy, internet news. Uh, I'm going to be starting there late in the week, so check out YouTube.com slash SourceFed for that. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back next week with an all-new episode. Good night. Thanks again for joining us, uh, yes. Javier and Tiff. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. This See you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.